Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm joined by Joe Walsh from the go-to division of Log Me In, and we're going to be discussing how you can take advantage when you integrate GoToConnect with Microsoft Teams. Welcome, Joe. Thanks very much, Rob. Excited to be here today. Looking forward to our chat. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, Joe, just before we get started, how about you do a quick intro. Tell us about what you do at Log Me In, please. Yeah, I've, I've been working with the product marketing team, Rob, in Log Me In for about uh, two years now, just under about 21 months, 22 months. And um, uh, I work with our collab portfolio. So people will be familiar with brands like GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar, and GoToConnect is our latest uh, addition to that portfolio. We launched our cloud-based phone system, uh, fully fledged UCAS platform actually in towards the end of 2019 and into early 2020. So I've been working with Log Me In on that challenge for uh, the best part of two years. And prior to that, I, I've been in the telecoms industry for about 15 years. I've worked with brands like British Telecom, Vodafone, Aircom in Ireland. And I've also worked with a few other vendors that have specialized in around big data and analytics and real-time marketing, um, trying to make the most out of customer lifecycle messaging and, and elements like that. So, so telcos and product marketing and messaging has been uh, something I've been doing for a, a considerable time now and uh, really enjoying the challenge at Log Me In. Great. Thanks for joining me. So, Joe, uh, Microsoft Teams uh, is yeah. kind of the, the focus of today's session a little bit, I suppose. Um, so, you know, it's emerged as a, as a leading player in the marketplace, as we all know. Um, so I was keen to hear just first of all, kind of what the current state of play, you know, was, was out there right now. I know you've got some interesting data points to share. Yeah. So uh, do you want to start yeah, there? Well, look, there's, there's an abundance of research in a lot of this stuff at the moment, Rob, because it's been so um, top of mind and so present in everybody's day-to-day -day work lives since uh, COVID hit early last year. Um, like Before COVID hit, what we saw was about 12% about of people only primarily worked away from the office, you know, 88% of people primarily in the office, right? So the way we worked and the way we communicated um, in January, February last year was quite different to the way we're working and communicating now. Like that completely turned on its head. It went to about 88% of people working primarily at home uh, with only about 12% of people working primarily in the office. So people needed to find new tools and new ways of, of talking to each other. Um, and we've seen a huge explosion in cloud meetings and collaboration tools, okay? And just to give you a bit of a kind of a, a sense for the scale of, of, of the growth, these tools are not new. They've been around for a while, okay? Like GoToMeeting's been around for 15 years from a video conferencing standpoint. You know, Slack and Microsoft Teams from a messaging standpoint have been around for a number of years as well. Um, but what we saw up until about the end of 2019, globally, there was about 74 million users of these tools um, uh, that were using them on a regular basis. OK, when COVID hit and IT teams were turned upside down trying to find tools literally, literally overnight to help their workers work from anywhere. Um, we've seen since then and where we expect to land is four times growth in the market. OK, so what took about a decade to build in terms of 74 million users should end 2021 around uh, uh, around 272 million users. So pretty much a quadrupling of the market in the last wow. uh, 18 to 24 months. And it's not gonna stop there, right? Because yes, the offices are gonna reopen, hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, there, there does seem to be light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. There's a lot of optimism in the air. And I know different economies, depending on where you are in the world, are opening at different speeds. But if we look at the UK, if we look at Ireland, if we look at the United States, we're beginning to see people return to the office. But we do expect a lasting impact, right? And we do expect from the end of 2021 and into 2022 and 2023, that there'll be a significant growth in the amount of people working away from the office primarily than there was pre-pandemic, right? We think it's gonna go from 12% at the end of 2019, 
know, to 38% and more in 2022 and, and, and after that. So still a huge demand and a huge need for these tools. And that's why they're still going to start being used uh, ubiquitously in most workplaces. Um, and we expect to see by the end of 2026, it go to uh, just over 700 million users of using these tools. So literally from the end of 2019 to the end of 2026, 10 times growth in the market. That's pretty phenomenal. That's why just brands like Microsoft Teams, Google Workspaces, Slack, Zoom, WebEx, these are all whatever the, I, I'm trying to think about this, whatever the opposite to household is in a business, right? So office hold names that everybody kind of will be familiar with. Uh, we expect to see a lot more of those uh, in the coming uh, uh, years and years ahead. Yeah, that's significant, isn't it? Wow, four times growth in, in yeah. not, not a very long time. So, okay, so in terms of the customer behavior out there right now, what, what are the top challenges and what kinds of features are, are organizations looking for? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the, the, the primary need for all these tools is driven by just connectivity. People have been able to still communicate and collaborate. And that's why we see things like video conferencing being one of the primary use cases, messaging being another primary use case, and that persistent chat and group messaging and file sharing that comes into it. So these are the kind of tools that people will be using day to day at the moment, things like screen share. These are all the kind of the basic functions and features of, of video conferencing and collaboration applications. But as these become embedded in workflows and work processes, we'll start seeing these tools be used a lot more in different ways, and particularly new functions and features that are coming into the tools. So things like transcripts and translations, you know, they're fantastic for all post-meeting activity. So if you've missed a meeting, a simple record with the transcripts, it makes it really easy for people to, to follow up. You see a lot more people now using kind of asynchronous collaboration uh, methods where instead of sending a big long email, they might just record a five minute video and send it on to people with a couple of slides as well to, to do a brief for a session. We use them a lot now, instead of sending pre-reads pre in the organization, we send pre-watches, okay? Uh, and just like a short five minute video is easy for someone to listen to, even when they're pottering around in the house in the morning before a meeting happens. You know, you'll see tools like hand raising coming in to allow a bit more, uh, uh, a bit more uh, kind of um, etiquette come into the meeting space that sometimes people can get over, over, over shouted and overcrowded in, in uh, large meetings online and normally dominant characters, same in, in the physical space, right? But this hand raising element as well now allows people to put a bit more order and a bit more structure on the meetings and make sure everybody gets heard. Um, you'll see people move through a lot more of the modalities, right? So a lot of the conversation there has always been kind of desk-based, face-to-face because primarily everybody's at home. As the offices reopen, we'll expect to see more people transition from maybe in their car using a mobile app to into a meeting room where there's other people sitting down as part of the same conversation, the same conference, and joining through the, the, the meeting room platforms, or maybe back at your desk and opening up through your desktop application. So we expect to see a lot more people transition from different devices and different applications, depending on uh, the use cases that they have. So they're the kind of things we expect to see people use a lot more uh, in the coming years. And it, there's a huge amount more that these tools can offer outside of that initial primary goal of connectivity, which they've done over the last year. That's great. Thanks for explaining that. And you know, in, in terms of how we, you know, position GoTo alongside Microsoft Teams, kind of talk us through the kind of GoTo proposition a little bit. And I know we're going to focus on GoTo Connect, so it'd be good to share yeah. you know, exactly what GoTo Connect is. But how do you kind of, you know, aren't they competing products? How do you put them alongside each other? Yeah, well, look, let's if, if we jump a little bit back to the, the the top of the conversation, Rob, we talked about the growth and people using these tools. Okay, we're, we're we're expecting to go to over 700 million by the end of 2026. Um, Microsoft Teams has become one of the biggest players, and I think it needs to be a tip of the cap from uh, us and fellow competitors in the industry to the way they've managed to roll out their solutions over the last 12 years, and a really good, compelling commercial offering for existing Microsoft customers too. Um, they're a market leader at the moment with about 26% market share 
Okay, so the, the dominant player in the market, and they'll, they'll continue to cement that as they strengthen their product and the portfolio. But one thing that's become evident with a lot of customers is that very few have one UC solution deployed. A lot of organizations have multiple UC solutions deployed. Okay, and in fact, I think the average is about 2.6 solutions across organizations. There's a few different reasons for this. A lot of organizations are beginning to migrate and move to different tools. You have different lines of business that have different preferences for specialist tools and stuff like that. You know, I know, for example, like the developer world loves Slack, right? They 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 love that from a from a, a, a messaging and a file sharing and a collaboration standpoint. You know, there's different tools and different um, capabilities, right? People coming from different backends. Microsoft and say the likes of Google are very much from from the collab side of things. In the likes of Eight by Eight, Ring Central, that have been like primarily telephony, and then you have the likes of ourselves and Zoom, who've come more from the meeting space, right? So. We've all got different strengths and different kind of feathers in our cap, depending on the, the, the history and the background of our companies. Um, with Microsoft in particular, uh, one of the areas where they wouldn't be so strong is around phone systems, right? And, and that's why you'll see a lot of Microsoft customers use multiple vendors to give a complete solution solution to customers. Um, and in fact, we looking at some research from the likes of Waynehouse as well, uh, they said about 74% of IT decision makers would actually have a preference for a best of breed, right? And that's meaning that if they can and if integrations work seamlessly, they'd be willing to use multiple solutions then, you know, use one solution in its entirety uh, and sacrifice functions and features and maybe user experience around specific modalities. And with Microsoft, that, that primarily is the telephony. And we expect to see about 70% of Microsoft Teams customers use some form of direct routing through different vendors that are out there to provide that calling capability in Microsoft Teams. And that's where Gotta Connect comes in, right? That's where um, our platform adds considerable strength and considerable advantages to Microsoft users. Okay, so from a Gotta Connect standpoint, uh, powering that telephony in Microsoft Teams, giving the end users that one experience, that experience that houses um, all their messaging and all their meetings, can also house their telephony and make sure that we provide uh, areas of our strengths uh, that complement Microsoft's maybe areas that aren't so strong uh, quite favorably. And for things like that, we're looking at, um, first of all, reliability. Okay, when it comes to to telephony, right? The, that's the core infrastructure of an organization. If your phone systems are down, uh, your customers can't reach you, you can't reach your customers unless you're using kind of, you know, you have everything set up from a meeting standpoint to do it uh, and can quite, quite cause quite a lot of heartache for a lot of IT teams, right? So reliability is something that Microsoft still need to bring themselves up to a level that is more acceptable within the industry from, from a, a telephony standpoint. And you do see the likes of ourselves and the likes of 8x8 and Zoom that come from that background with a stronger, uh, a stronger remit and a stronger track record in, in reliability. We come at 99.99% SLAs, right? Uh, and that's commercially backed, which is uh, again, better than the SLA that you're gonna get with Microsoft. Microsoft's telephony system is um, still in its infancy. It, it lacks in a few features, okay? So for example, we bring the capability to send fax uh, true as well. We bring contact center capability true to the customers, which Microsoft don't have. And these are a few things that are, that are, that are missing in a few other areas. Again, you get into more details into the capabilities around call queues and auto attendance and the ability of which uh, they can be set up and add value to it to an organization. Okay, Microsoft still lacking in a number of areas there, but this is where players like Gotta Connect can really complement and provide that extra capability. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's generally accepted that the Microsoft phone system proposition is is fairly limited in terms of PBX functionality. Yeah, is that to say? yeah, that's it. So, like again, things like that, right? Microsoft doesn't support the ability to send a fax. Okay, so that's one thing. If you have a use case that requires. Um, you know, you to send faxes still today. And, and, and you'd be surprised the amount of organizations, the amount of industries that still do have that requirement. Microsoft can't deliver on that use case. Um, other elements, for example, with things like call queues, they would have the 
the ability to put a call queue into an organization, but the 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 depth of that ability and the amount of control that the 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 supervisors or IT teams have is limited. So for example, um, you can have a call queue, but you don't have the ability to put in some wait time between calls coming in. So for example, if you're in a if you're making a number of calls to customers and you want to update a CRM system, you know, you can't you can build in a bit of uh, additional time to allow the, the the sales reps that that time to put those those elements into the CRM system. With Microsoft you can't the next call comes in kind of straight away. So there's a few elements there where they're just still very much in their infancy. Another part is their administrative tools, right? In terms of how IT teams build and manage the, the call flows in organizations. And these can get quite complex, you know, the bigger an organization gets, you know. So that overall inbound uh, company number and how you reach either marketing or finance or sales or HR or whatever department it is that you're looking for, that sequence of uh, auto attendance and flows and, and, and making sure it lands on the right desk at the right time or using things like ring groups and hunt groups, setting all that up for an organization is quite challenging. Uh, and we've got to connect, we're actually a market leader in our PBX administration tools, okay? We give a visual dial plan editor that actually is unparalleled on the market versus the rest of the competition. And that's something we get a huge amount of feedback from our telecoms managers and IT teams that really love using that as a feature. Things like customer support uh, as well as is, is, is pretty high on our, our team's agendas because of the, critica the criticalness of a telephony system. And that's something if you look at the likes of Gartner and their publications around the Magic Quadrants, they do scores higher from customer support perspective than Microsoft as well. And if you want that premium Microsoft support, you need to pay top dollars for it too. And that's not the case with the, like, the likes of GoTo. Um, so overall, that, that value for money message as well, when you look at Microsoft Teams and look at the different add-ons and the different licensing and the types of minutes that you get for that and the additional add-ons if you want to make international calls, you know, um, that's when you stack it all up and you look at the total cost of ownership, again, there's a lot more value for money with a lot of other providers that are out there, including GoToConnect. That's great. Thanks for explaining that. And in, I imagine there's a, a number of different scenarios out there right now. You've got organizations looking to move from on-premise solutions, you know, to the cloud. You've got maybe, you know, uh, cloud solutions already out there, cloud to cloud. And, and, and also you've got customers in, the, you know, the meetings platforms and GoToConnect platform already that may be wanting to connect onto. The Microsoft or integrate with Microsoft Teams. So, how straightforward do you make that? I mean, how easy is it to kind of you know connect these two worlds together? Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy these days, um, Rob. You know, there's, we have a number of different integrations that are available uh, with Microsoft Teams. Whether it's through a plug and play that allows you to pop up our dial pad within the Microsoft Teams user interface, or whether it's a full blown integration where you're using the Microsoft dial pad capability. As far as the end user concerned they're only using Microsoft Teams. It's the IT teams and the telecoms teams in the background that understand that GoToConnect is the engine behind that telephony and they use our backend administrative tools. They're the only people that are aware that, that GoToConnect is there. You know, those integrations, this is one of the great things about tech, right? You know, things like open APIs and all that kind of stuff, integrating these platforms together is becoming pretty seamless. So for us, um, you know, it's it's only a couple of days, like the, the process of getting deployed uh, and integrated is seamless and there's, there's no time at all. There's no need for six or eight weeks lead time or anything like that. You know, for example, any GoToConnect customers today can simply go straight to the Microsoft Store now and download our plug and play integration in this matter of a couple of, a couple of minutes. You know, that, that's something they can do right now if they want that more native Microsoft Teams experience. You know, it's just making sure that they have the, the necessary licensing in place, both on the GoToConnect side and the Microsoft Teams side, because there is there is some um, implications there around having the right licenses to allow the dial pad uh, appear within Microsoft Teams and they just need to get that right on the back end. So that licensing part with Microsoft is probably longer than the integration uh, with GoToConnect to Microsoft in general. Right. Well, that sounds good. Um, 
to round to round today's session up, um, what's the best way for anyone out there looking to you know connect these worlds together to find out more? Yeah, they can just log onto our website, Rob, at goto.com. Right, that's that's where they'll find uh, access to all our products. You know, I've got to connect our, our our lead product. It's the one that people will come across first when they go onto the website. And then of course they'll find all our other great products there, like go to meeting and go to webinar and go to room as well. So. Um, Anybody looking to learn more, reach out to goto.com and reach out to us or reach out to your account manager as well. Fantastic. So uh, it's been great speaking to you today. Thanks so much for joining me again, Joe. Yeah, thanks very much, Rob. It's been a pleasure. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a UC fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us on LinkedIn or Twitter or even Facebook uh, using the UC News hashtag. So I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching. <laughs>